Siddur Snippets is generously sponsored by the Saka family. We are beginning our introduction to the third bracha of the Amida, the last bracha of Shevach Atta Kadosh. Reb Chaim Kanievsky Zatzal says the third bracha of Shimon Esther represents Yaakov Avinu for a different reason. We mentioned the Medrash correlates the first bracha Avos with Avram, second Gvuros with Yitzchak, and Kedusha Atta Kadosh with Yaakov. Why is that? We mentioned several suggestions last night. But Reb Chaim, says it's fitting that it's the theme is holiness because Yaakov was consecrated from the womb itself even as a fetus even in the womb Yaakov was battling Asa fighting for the cause of sanctity as Chazal teach us so it makes sense Yaakov correlates with Kedusha because Yaakov wasn't part of his chinuch it didn't take until he matured he was an adult even from the womb as a fetus from inception from conception Yaakov Avinu was fighting for the cause of Kedusha, battling Esav and modeling for us what we are meant to achieve. So what is the theme of this bracha? What is our mindfulness? What, is our, what should our thought be? What are we trying to achieve as we transition or pivot from Shevach, praise of Hashem, into Bakasha, into requests? Rashi says Kedusha, holiness. We mentioned Kedusha, Kaddish, Kedushin, so many forms of this root word, Kuftal Shin, holiness. We always translate as holy. What's holy? What does it mean to be holy, to strive for holiness, to live a holy life? What is holiness? So Rashi says, to be prushim in our eyes, to not live a promiscuous life, to not indulge our instinct, to not be compulsive in our behavior, to not be drawn to licentiousness, to not violate boundaries of immodesty or immorality, but to be prushim in our eyes, to be separate, to be apart, to be distinguished, is to be holy. Holy is not to indulge or dive in, Holy is not just to do or keep up. Holy is not just to pursue happiness. Holy is to transcend, to live above, to live apart, to be different and to differentiate ourselves, not to live an ascetic life. It doesn't mean that we divorce ourselves from pleasure. Hashem wants us to enjoy this world. It's not that He doesn't want us to eat. He wants us to eat kosher food and make a bracha. It's not that He doesn't want us to experience intimacy. He wants us to have kedushin, separate and apart, distinct, a unique shared relationship that you don't just indulge with, with anyone, anytime, anywhere, but rather somebody with whom there's a special bond and a relationship. The Ramban has a different definition. The Ramban says, what is Kedusha, the definition of holiness? Says the Ramban is, Kadesh Atzmecha B'Mutterlach. Make yourself holy even with that which is permissible. Don't be what the Ramban coins, a novel Bershusa Torah. Strictly speaking, you could sit on the couch, kosher potato chips, kosher keg of beer, kosher entertainment, and you could indulge in it for hours on end. It's mutter. Technically, it's permissible. Can't find a prohibition, but that's not holy. That's not kedusha. Kadesh atzmecha b'mutter lach means even that which is permissible, elevate yourself above. Lift it. Enrich it. Elevate. Elevate it. The medrash tells us when it comes to this mandate of kedoshim to you, there's a medrash. Medrash says, yochol kamoni, God says, you might think you can be holy the way I'm holy. Talmud Lomar, ki kadosh ani, kiddushasi, lamala mi kiddushaschem. You might think you could be holy like I'm holy. But no, the Pasuk says, I'm holy. God's holiness is unique. God's holiness is above and different than anyone else's. Yachol kamoni, Talmud Lomar, ani Hashem, ki kadosh ani, kiddushasi, lamala mi kiddushaschem. So how does that fit with the Ramban? Rav Shimon Shkop, in his introduction to Shari Yehoshua, wonders. Shechter was always fond of quoting this Rav Shimon. He wonders, what does it mean? If Kedusha, Kedoshim Tiyu, means Kadesh Atzmacha B'mutelach, 
How does that apply to God? What was the Havamina? What's the thought? I can be as holy as God. And what's the conclusion? No, God's holiness is unique. For God, there are no potato chips. There is no couch. There is no entertainment. There is no permissible or forbidden. There is no ascetic or elevating. So what is the comparison and what does it mean? And Rabbi Shimon coins or he introduces a very novel interpretation of Kedusha. And perhaps it's a suggestion. He doesn't connect it to our bracha, Atakadosh to Kedusha, but it's something to think about perhaps when we recite this bracha and we pivot to get ready for Bakasha. He says, maybe what Kedusha means, says Rabbi Shimon, to be able to fit it into this Ramban, maybe what it means is we're emulating Hashem in being benevolent and giving and good and kinding and selfless. See, God is the ultimate of, of benevolence. God can do that which is purely altruistic. He gets no kickback, no return. Nothing's in it for him. The kindness and the love and the goodness that he gives is pure, is purely altruistic. It's purely benevolent. He's purely magnanimous. We, every good thing that we do is laced with a kickback, with a return. If not that someone else owes us a favor or gratitude, a debt. They now have a debt of gratitude, but it feels good for us. And that which feels good for us is giving us a return. We can't compare exactly. We can't do it entirely for the other because we get something out of it. So Yechol Kamoni, we're supposed to be like God. And the Kedusha holiness is to live a life which is not self-centered, but a life which is selfless, where we see others, we care about others, we're committed to others, and we're doing for others. Yechol Kamoni, you might think you can be as benevolent or kind or altruistic or giving as Hashem. No. Ki Kadosh Ani. God is another level. God can be pure. Ours is tainted. Ours is laced. Ours always has some kickback. How do we come close? Listen to what Rabbi Shimon says. And this is how it fits into the Ramban. I'm allowed to eat. Nothing wrong with eating. But there's two types of eating. I could eat for my own pleasure and happiness, or I could eat so I have energy to do and to give and to help others around me. If my act of eating is purely indulgent for myself, then it's a selfish act. But if my kavana, my mindfulness, while I eat, while I rest, while I sleep, is to gain the energy to do and to help others, now I've extended myself into the other people around me and my sense of self is broadened to include others and the community. And now what I'm doing for myself is really for others. What I'm doing for others is an extension of myself. So Rabbi Shimon introduces an entirely new idea of Kedusha. Kedusha is not holiness by living separate or apart or distinct. Kedusha is a looking and caring and giving and doing for others. And now maybe it's the perfect transition from the third bracha of Shevach to transition into Bakasha. Because as I think about what I need, what I want, what I'm going to ask for, I'm not just asking for myself. I'm mindful and I'm cognizant and I'm asking, I'm pleading on behalf of others. Why do I want what I'm asking for? Not only for me, but Hashem, I can't be your agent. I can't fulfill your mission for me if I don't have the tools, if I don't have the health, if I don't have the talents. I can't help people around me if I don't have the resources, if I don't have the, the intelligence, if I don't have the good health. And so we transform tefillah from a personal selfish act into a selfless expression of longing and giving and caring about where I fit in, and that is the definition of Kedusha. Holiness is not to try to remove ourselves from this world, but it's to position ourselves to fulfill our mission in this world. That's the greatest we can emulate Hashem and live the holiest life.